That is a huge week in Marvel Strike Force. There's a lot to talk about. Update 6.7 has dropped and brought a ton of new changes. We got a new level cap. We got February's data mined event schedule. We got some quality of life changes to talk about. And we finally have the grand prize for all of our scourge grinding with the arrival of Apocalypse. We're talking all about that and more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. This week, I am joined by my brother, Dorky Dad. And if you're rather for it, bro, brother, dorky dad, tell him what to do. <laughs> Let's go smash it. Valley flying. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Welcome back to the Valley Flying channel. I'm Valley Flying. I hope you're having a great week, and I hope you're enjoying Update 6.7 and everything that it brought with us in Marvel Strike Force. Now, if this is your first time here, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content. We do at least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week in this channel. Usually, there's a lot more. We got news videos like this, and this is going to be a longer one than usual, guys, because there's a lot to talk about, and there are going to be timestamps in the description if you, there's a particular topic that you want to jump to. Also, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, hit that subscribe button or leave it a great review on whatever platform you're listening to. But yeah, we do all kinds of videos on this channel, everything to help your Marvel Strike Force experience. And today, we got one of the best MSF content creators out there, Dorky Dad. How are you, my friend? It's been a while. It's been a bit. I'm doing good. It I'm has. just trying to keep up with the insane amount of stuff that we all have to be aware of heading into this patch because this patch had a lot of stuff coming with it. There are. Right? It's like, hey, Dorky, you want to be in the video? Like, sure. And then I was like, oh my goodness, this is a huge list of topics that I'm sending you this morning. It's probably the biggest list uh, that we've had on this show. But uh, like I said, there are some timestamps down below. Now, as far as Marvel Strike Force update 6.7 overall, uh, as with all these patches, there are going to be some good, some bad. How are you enjoying 6.7? I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. Like, I'm uh, I'm excited for Masters of Evil, kind of, but mm. mostly I'm just happy to finally get my hands on Apocalypse, be able to play around with him, and uh, see what he can do. Because it looks like he's going to be more than just a a five man stable in the arena. It looks like he's going to have some uses elsewhere, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, a lot of synergies, not just with the Forcemen, but also the villain characters, mutant characters, tech characters. So lots of great synergy. I I think I I think I'm uh, very optimistic with this update. I think. Uh, there's, there's some good things, some bad things, but I think there's more good than bad and more things that I'm hyped for than uh, like than dreading in this. Now, there, there are bugs already. We've already had some bugs. Uh, yeah. There are Red Star bugs display -ish, displaying uh, weird right now. Now, I'm not sure if this was already fixed. Uh, this does say that we need a new client, but what it says here, uh, today there's an issue occurred where Red Star's and re elite red stars would not, or the orbs, they would not display red stars apply to certain characters in the roster. These red stars are in the player's inventory. Work on fixing this. However, a new client will be needed to make them apply to the effective characters. Now, I know Absorbing Man was one of these characters. I did get a four drop on this earlier. As I started to level them up, though, these three stars showed up. So I'm not sure what is going on with this. Uh, I, I'm guessing that the that fourth star is still in the background, but uh, yeah. did you open orbs for this? And uh, did you notice it affecting any other characters other than Absorbing Man? Yeah, so I unlocked Absorbing Man. I did his shards before I did his red stars. Uh, okay. So I got him to three yellow star, and then I went and opened up red stars. I pulled a four on him, and none of them are showing. Okay. So, so like you, I should have four, but none of them are showing for me. 
This also affected my 2099 and my Titania, to, to mention a few. I don't know who else. They both, like, Titania has a fifth red stir on her, but it's not showing because I only have her at four yellow. And 2099 is supposed to have seven red stars, but it's only showing six because he only has six yellow. Uh, mm. I think I, I think it's just visual. I'm not sure. The word applied here is, is kind of interesting, right? Because I don't know if that means they're not getting the benefit if they're not showing. Like, right now, your Absorbing Man has his three yellows covered in three reds. Mine yeah. doesn't. I'd be interested to, to see what our, our power level difference Well, I'm wondering if there's something issue with that because you said you unlocked your Absorbing Man and then pulled the red stars. I did the red stars. I opened the orbs, but I didn't hit that unlock button until mm. after. So I'm wondering if there's something with that. Now, those red stars that are missing for your 2099 and other characters, were those red stars that you pulled or were those red stars previously on those characters and are not showing up now? Previously. I previously Pre- had those. Okay, so it's not even new stuff. It's just certain characters. And is that just red stars that disappeared or red stars that you didn't have the yellow stars on just not showing up? I didn't have the yellow stars on them, so they're, they're not showing up. But instead of having okay. that, that red border that it does to indicate you have that red star, once you do fill it in, uh, that is gone. Okay, so there's there's some weirdness going on. And I yeah. guess for all that stuff to be fixed, we're going to need a new client. And hopefully that comes sooner than later. But the good thing is it's not gone. It's not disappeared. You're just not seeing it. And, you know, hopefully the client comes soon and it all no no harm for all that now the other yeah. bug that i'm hearing about that i don't i don't even want to know if i want to display this but clicking this inbox message here I'm uh I'm, I'm i'm hearing that people are just clicking this even in normal gameplay and uh, getting this bug have you experienced uh, getting claimed all recently i I've, I've experienced it before but not not recently before this uh, big event with uh, your whole alliance that you need to spend uh, open these gold orbs and these raid orbs that you want to save all this stuff for so have you experienced this bug with the claim all button yeah i was making a video i forget what the video topic was on and i needed to go in my mail because i wanted to show people that like we're hoarding for this event and the game lagged and i don't know if my thumb was lingering or if it if because the game lagging it double clicked it but it claimed all and it took all six days worth of my oh. raid credits. Um, oh. And obviously with the event starting today, that was a big hit and that that sucked. And I got a lot of sympathy for it. So <laughs> I, oh. I, I think it's a very common issue among players. Has that button helped anybody at all? I've, I've only heard of issues with that button. Nope, I've never heard anybody yeah. be saying, I'm so glad that they put that in there. I've only heard, I wish that we could remove that. I wish we could turn it off. Yeah, I mean, they have some of these milestones in the web store that give trash. So all of a sudden you have like 50 things in your inbox. I would like to click it then, except this is the hoarding meta. They've made yeah. it so in all events, we have to hoard these these mailboxes. And the second that happened, it became like a predatory thing that nobody wants. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. Hopefully they remove that soon. Now, yeah. uh, there was a T-Pose bug last night. I went to my Shang-Chi this morning and he doesn't appear to be T-Posed anymore. Uh, was there any other characters that had that T-Pose on them? He, he appears to have this normal stance back now. Uh, someone in my alliance had Taskmaster T-Posing in the character select and uh, in his save squad when he went to go boot it up for war. He, oh, weird. I, he was like, should I take the fight? It was during the race, so he did. And the second he locked, uh, came into the game, everything was locked up. Oh, no. All right. So yeah. if there's a T-pose, be careful, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it may or may not lock your game. Luckily, luckily, at least in the character select, it's gone on Shang-Chi. But who knows? Just be aware of the, uh, the T-posing. And uh, hopefully that's fixed with a new 
client as well. Uh, one more update I wanted to give. I did this in the last video that I did yesterday, but make sure don't claim this till February 5th when coordinated sell goes live. All your strike pass stuff. Uh, be aware of that. We have a new strike pass season, but uh, it's not just bugs, guys. We got some bug fixes and one was kind of a major one. In my opinion, we have enemies reviving where uh, if they were eliminated during the attack portion of Red Hulk's special ability pavement pummel. Red Hulk now clears revive once before this attack to prevent this issue. Uh, I know he was doing that before and it's kind of flip flop a few times. Now it looks like this is uh, the correct way that it's supposed to go. Clearing revive once and then doing the attack. Uh, has this made an issue for you, this bug and him not clearing it on the on, on uh, before he does an attack, doing the attack and then clearing revive once? No, so there's kind of a catch 22 to this one. When, when in arena, I always knew that the first hit wouldn't lead to a permanent kill because it doesn't pull the revive off after. Now, when you're looking at Cosmic Crucible, that stage four with Unlimited, because the revive once is happening before the damage, he's not actually peeling those dodges off the Unlimited team before trying to strip oh, the revive. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. So, so it's getting dodged. So this is kind of like, it's better for arena, it's worse for that particular Crucible matchup. So on mm. the whole, I think it's a win. Like it kind of dummies proofs arena, which I suppose is a more, commonly used mode uh, and it's not just one particular matchup so yeah uh it's it's good that they finally fixed the order of operations i i kind of wish they had said before that the red hulk revive one strip is uh not resistible they should have also made it unavoidable but it mm. is it is. yeah i agree i agree well I, I think the good thing about this now we know how it's supposed to have the order of operations i'm not sure if they yeah. uh, clearly said it's supposed to be like this and it's been working different ways previous so now if we know if it's working different than this it is a bug uh nemesis health redistribution not working pro uh, correctly i i don't go do, do too many mutant raids i'm on that left side so have you noticed this bug has it affected you and uh have you noticed it actually being fixed at this point no, oddly enough, since Death Seed was released, my lane mates just like they they zoom through the mutant section. I'm not sure why all of a sudden they're all gung ho to do the mutants, but I haven't been able to do the mutant nodes in a while. Okay, <laughs> I don't do them either. So, all right, hopefully it's working for everyone uh, there. Now, the other good thing that we got, we got this right here in the game: save squad changes. This is this is one of the biggest things that I think we've had as far as quality of life change in the game for a while. A uh, couple things that are going on with this. First, you can move a team to a top or the bottom instantly with this button here. You get this sort button so you can sort all of your teams by highest power. You could go lowest power and back and forth. And then if you want to uh, switch a team, you got this button here. So if you, uh, let's say you want to switch Rogue in this team and put in uh, Weaver there. Uh, actually, we're not building a team, but there's a button on the side. If you go into blitz mode, arena mode or anything like that, it'll just allow you to switch that team and uh, save those uh, changes there instead of going to this uh, roster screen and click on this. How big of this for you? And uh, I know this is overdue, but is this is this a welcome change that, uh, that hyped about? Uh, I wouldn't say hyped. It's, it's a nice <laughs> little it's a nice little quality of life change. I kind of wish they would introduce uh, ISO locks per save squad per mode. Mm. Um, but I mean, that I think would be a, a bigger undertaking for them. Like if you could, in your Crucible save squads, the ISOs you have on those are locked for that mode. Same with War, same with Arena. I think that would be the the biggest upgrade to save squads possible. But I mean, this this is cool. It, it, it makes it a little bit faster when you're moving stuff around. 
Yeah, this, this is going to help uh, in some of my teams. You know, when you save a squad, it's automatically the bottom. You have to click that button multiple times yeah. to get it to the top. You just click that one button. I think that's the that's going to be the biggest change for me is moving a team through the top to the bottom. All right, so that, that's a good thing, in my opinion. But we also have some other things that were questionable that just ended. The first was a symbiote uh, sabotage event. I want to get your thoughts on it. We also got this Lunar New Year Festival, which are two events that were in conjunction with each other. The symbiote mm-hmm. sem- uh, sabotage, we had to win in war battles, spend power cores, and then there was a web milestone for Blitz. The Lunar Festival was spending campaign energy and getting these alliance credits. Uh, I thought these events weren't bad, but as far as a unlock for a character, this is a horrible unlock for Agent Venom. I think I only got a three star of the Agent Venom. What did you get on this event uh, yeah, as far so, as uh, Agent Venom shards? Yeah, I, I also got 100. I was for some reason I was like delusionally thinking I could get the 180. Uh, I think I spent thousands and thousands of cores because I was like you said, it overlapped with the festival and I did finish yeah. the festival milestones. So, I mean, I was I was thousands and thousands of cores in. And then I looked at it the last two days and I'm like, how am I still 4,500 cores away from getting this 80 shards? Jeez. So, like, in total, you had to spend, like, it's like 8,000 shards, 8,000 cores to get there. Something stupid Ooh. like that. It was by far one of the worst releases we've ever had. And I know a lot of free-to-play players, they didn't even get the unlock. And that should never happen. No, these releases, if you are an, an intense player, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to get a four star unlock 180. Shards. Yeah, we used uh, to. We used to get four or five star unlocks at, at release for these characters. I mean, Thanos it. and Deadpool back in year one. Those are super. I think I got a six star Thanos on that first release because they're so generous back in the day. Now, now we're reduced to three stars unlocked. Yeah, it's it seems like it's just another uh, point of frustration to get you to try and buy their offers because the releases, they're just not good. And then when you factor in new legendaries, if we're going back to the old system, mm. uh, if you need that five star, all of a sudden you're looking at having to purchase two of the initial offers instead of just one and then going hardcore <sighs> on their release. Um, it, it's it's not something I'm very excited about. And I think the Agent Venom hopefully isn't the, the point in history where we keep pointing back and being like, this is where they really push the envelope and and then continued going. Oh, I, th- I think it started last year with all these uh, mild month long milestone events and things getting greedy with that. Uh, yeah. th- we, that. That was a big shift, I think. So this is just more continuing with that, in my opinion. But I, I like the Lunar New Year event. That was a good one. I got yeah. a lot of good stuff with that. Just spending energy, having it go in conjunction with this power core spending. I think that was all all good stuff. But what worries a lot of people is this new uh, oh, event God. coming up this trial of strength we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording uh this this could be exploited a lot now this is an alliance wide event and this is something that you're going to need to earn alliance credits open gold orbs for that and that's uh points for your whole alliance we're talking about ways that this is going to be exploited in just a few short hours uh what are what are some ways you're thinking this is going to be exploited dorky dad So the event starts uh, today, the second, and it has a 24 hour cooldown before you can contribute. So the way I know people are going to be explaining this event is they're going to wait till the event starts. A person is going to open up all their stuff. They're going to leave that alliance. This does make them no longer eligible for raid season rewards. Mm -hmm. We can talk about that, what that means in a second. Somebody else will come in. They'll have hundreds of gold ores ready to go. They'll wait 24 hours, unload their whole stash, and then they'll dip back out. The other person will come back in. I know people are already being offered hundreds of dollars when they have thousands of what? gold orbs that they just been hoarding. 
Oh, oh I know. I know people. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I've, I've been second, like, second accounts as well. A lot of second yeah. accounts that are being used and coming in, get all those open gold orbs and then moving back out, letting the person get the uh, the uh, rewards. Now, yeah, so this could be exploited. This is a horrible event. I don't like Alliance events. I Any don't like coordinated assault. I don't like I don't like this. This is this is bad. Uh, now, there is some word that you should not be switching alliances and the official word from Archangel uh, is that whenever whatever your alliance in when trial of strength ends, you'll be on that alliances leaderboard. So if you're switching alliances, you know, it doesn't matter. It's when it when it ends. But here's a caveat. You have to have been with that alliance for over 24 hours to get the leaderboard payout. So normally people switch alliances on Sundays. If you switch on Sunday, you're not going to be even that alliance for 24 hours for the Monday payout of this. So no switching on Sunday. If you're going to switch, you're going to switch earlier before the raid season milestones end, which means how, you're giving up your season rewards. It's, it's so bonkers. How bad of a design is this event? I mean, this this is so bad. Yeah. So I see what they're going for, that they're having it end on the Monday. And so the 24 hour lockup happens there. Right. So. Yeah. What that kind of does is it stops people from collecting their raid season rewards and then having somebody else come in, open it, and then they and they switch back. And then they didn't have to give up anything to, um, but I, it is corruption. It, they didn't have to give up anything to corrupt the leaderboards and give their alliance a, a yeah. heads up. But at the same time, they have to understand people leave alliances all the time for legitimate reasons. Yeah, And to block out a full week of that or... They're either going to screw themselves or if it's say somebody is retiring and they just don't want to play for another week. Now it's going to be almost impossible to recruit this week because people are need to stay in their other alliance to get the rewards. So is, it, it's so short sighted. Is, is there a way that they could do an event like this to prevent collusion and make it a legit uh, event with and, and allow players to legit leave their alliances if there's legitimate reasons for that or should they just stop all these alliance wide things because there's so much collusion in marvel strike force there, there's no way that they could solve this the only way they could do it if it was a 24-hour event if it was a 24-hour event it didn't happen on sunday sunday to monday or saturday to sunday if it was a 24-hour event uh and it had a 24-hour lockout that would be the only way to do it and then oh, you'd yeah. have people saying like well maybe i don't want to play that day but that would be the only way to stop it from being corrupted. All right. So MSF devs, come on, fix your events. This is this is so poorly designed. This encourages cheating. This encourages collusion. Uh, I, I, just, I just hope a lot of alliances get all the rewards and get the rewards towards this month long event. I mean, this is the first one on that month long milestone event. You could be screwed if you if you have a bad alliance or you get some rogue leader to just kicks everybody just to control them. That would be horrible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, bad event coming up here. All right. We also have some uh, Titania elite orb compensation. Uh, yeah. So what happened on the 22nd? Again, Titania was released and not in the Red Star orbs. Compensation was delivered on the 28th to all players who ba opened basic orbs at the time. Uh, you got a little bit more and then they reviewed this. And if you open elite orbs during a time and she was missing, you're going to receive some additional compensation. Not everything that you open, not for one for one, like they've done in the past, but a percent of the value of the elite orbs open will be sent before absorbing man leaves the store. Now, this was interpreted. This last message here was interpreted a few different ways. Mm -hmm. I took this as, all right, no more freebies for the community. I have some context behind this because our, the, some of the envoys were saying, hey, we, we cannot have you keep giving these orbs because players are exploiting this stuff. So I took this to mean 
you know, no, no more exploiting, no more freebies. You gotta, you gotta be watching this on your own. Some players took this as Archangel blaming the community for their mistakes. I didn't take it like that. Uh, let me read this message and see how you interpreted this. As a reminder, the team assesses each issue individually and the actions taken here are not necessarily the same that we'll be taking in future cases. We strongly encourage players to check the contents of an orb prior to opening it as they will not always be compensated. How did you interpret this paragraph here from Archangel? Well, I think both ways that you had said, I think it's both. Uh, I wish it wasn't as open worded. It should literally just state, we will no longer give elite orbs as compensation for this. Uh, you have to check the orb prior to opening it. Now, is that fair? No. Why should you have to check their work? Yeah. If they say something's in there, it should be in there, right? Yes. So the legitimate people who legitimately fall into that category where they're opening orbs and the person's not in there, this is not good for them. But there were the vast majority of people who were opening during that time were trying to game the system because Scopely set the precedent that yeah. during these situations, they would just give full comp. Yeah. Um, I, and I know a lot of people disagree with me this because there's a time zone thing and there's there's people who morally don't want to do that. And there's people who would be too afraid to do it. They still should have done 100% comp for this and they should have said plain as day, we will not give compensation for this type of situation ever again. Uh, if they're not in the orb and you open, it's it's on you. And that would be a stupid thing to say, but at least it would give fair <laughs> warning ahead of time. I okay. like that. I like that. Yeah. And, and, and now that I think about it, I think it is kind of both. It is saying you got to be warned. I was focused more on that message. No more, no more freebies, no more yeah. uh, gaming the system. And I like that part. But yeah, yeah this, 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 this second sense. part, you got to check it on your own. For me, I always open it the next morning anyway. So usually when there's bugs, I don't get to get all the good stuff, but I don't get the, the bad stuff either. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it is what it is, guys. Don't uh, be careful with the red star orbs. They're not gonna guarantee compensation anymore. It uh, they may be getting nothing. So anytime there's a new character in the store, don't open your orbs. At least uh, at least until we uh, get some message on Twitter and Reddit. Uh, let let someone else do all that stuff. Now, I do wish they would say that though. I wish Archangel. Like I know he he has to only say. What I mean, he's he, can't, to say. he can't. Yeah. He can't. He's got a, he's got a script. He's got to follow. So. Yeah, I just I just wish they would say you will get nothing going forward. So there's no ambiguity. There's nobody who's gonna crawl into either our DMs. Hey, Dorky. Hey, Valley. I opened up ten orbs right away, and and they're not giving me anything. Can you help me? I wish it was very much like this is how it is and always will be. But I mean, the best solution is what you said, right? Don't don't have these bugs. Fix the bugs. Don't don't put it on the players to do that stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, don't, also don't allow them to game the system when uh, something like that happens. All right. Titania is mm -hmm. in the game. There are some red stars on her. And I actually think I pulled five red, uh, seven red stars on her. Yeah, but I don't have the yellows. So yeah, it's, it's not showing up. So. It's a visual bug. Maybe if I get some another star for her, I'll get a fourth star. But yeah, I, I pulled a seven for her. So I'm, I'm nice. noticing that as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, we talked about this with the symbiote Spider-Man, uh, but she is the month-long milestone character. What are you expecting? Because, and, and in this month-long event for her, we don't get any character shards. It's all orbs. So it's all the variants of uh, either a high end, low end, or usually it's the low end. Are these, are, should we expect 100 shards unlocks for all these characters in 2023 now? Is that just a new norm? Did we get, they, they changed, you know, the way characters are released and we should level set our expectations now? Yeah, I think, I think they're trying to condition us to get used to between 100 and 130 
somewhere in between there for various characters. And I think 180 is going to cost you a lot mm. cores or a lot of hoarding or a lot of hoarded uh. resources, whatever you have. Um, and I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. Now, one thing, not one thing that has been mentioned, uh, you know, we're getting less shards on release, but through these events, we're getting shards for these other characters like Valkyrie. I've not, I've, I bought the initial offer, but she's almost at seven stars. She's not been farmable just from all these things. Uh, what would you prefer getting these shards through these events and you know, like having a trickle or getting this big event and then having to wait till they become farmable? If, if all these extra places where we're getting these characters like you said your valkyrie is almost seven yeah if that is the time that they want it to happen i'm fine with that time but you should get a bigger boost at the start so if you were to say get 180 or 200 because i believe she was a campaign character but you, if you get a big chunk at the start and then they give maybe a little bit less as time goes on but still by this time you would be near seven stars mm -hmm. and i think that's the the proper way to do it especially when you talk about a new character almost the funnest part is opening red stars yeah uh, i mean it's, it's also the most gambling it's, it's the most stressful and, uh, yeah. and like when you get a good one like I'm, thank goodness i'm done but if you exactly. get a bad one it's, it's horrible it's not fun at all exactly but <laughs> like now it's anything over a four red star for the vast majority of players who cares because you're going to be lucky to unlock the character if they keep doing the venom yeah. route let alone get a fourth filled in so I, I think there needs to be a bigger bump at the start of a character release. And if they slower the trickle after that, it's fine. As long as this, the end point is the same. I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah, the, this uh, new Masters of Evil team is required for a new legendary. We'll talk about that, how okay. all this affects us. But uh, I want to talk about their, the, the uh, teammate, Absorbing Man. He is mm -hmm. the new character that just got released. Uh, what is their value on this team for not just uh, Absorbing Man, but also for Titania? Where do you see them outside of Cosmic Crucible, outside of Masters of Evil, or is it nowhere? No, I think I think there's going to be some value. There's some interesting parts in most of their kits. So Absorbing Man has that spawn taunt that can be very interesting. Uh, yes. Him and Titania paired together seem like they could maybe do something. Uh, Moonstone, she has mind control. She's got turn meter rewind. She's got defense down. Uh, she's a very fast character at 126 speed. So mm -hmm. I can see her being used plugged into somewhere else as well. Um, there, there's a, there's very niche uses for them. I don't think they're going to singularly change the war meta or the crucible meta or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're definitely the apex offensive crucible team, which is cool. Uh, the, the super unfortunate part, and I was looking over this this morning, Kang falls off so hard outside of Crucible. Yeah. All of his good stuff is right in there. His speed up on spawn, the extra crit stuff. Uh, all, they're so locked behind Crucible. So I think just stat-wise and and uh, some of their kit, they're going to be useful, say, on war defense or something nominal like that. But yeah, yeah. Your, your, your initial feeling that it's kind of like, meh, outside Crucible, I kind of yeah. get it. Maybe, maybe the best team in Crucible, but I don't, I don't know. They may just get valued by default in War Defense because you're already building them up big for Cosmic Crucible. You're building up for that legendary release, yeah. and it's just a big team. I don't know. A, a recent team with some big stats. Now, as far as this Masters of Evil, their full value, uh, we know that they're going to be a strong Cosmic Crucible team. I don't, I don't know if they're needed for anything else other than that legendary unlock, though. Are they a necessity in that game, in this game right now? No, nah, nah, besides no. the legendary unlock. Uh, and right now, as it stands, 
we don't need them for Crucible. Like you can one-shot any room right now in Crucible. But maybe when Apocalypse comes out, you'll need to have Masters of Evil to be able to tackle whatever team he's, you know, giving that hyper boost to. Um, so we'll more building them for this legendary unlock, which is coming sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I, I was worried about the Wakanda room. And then after that first and second week, I'm like, ah, it's not as bad as I thought. We, with all the bonuses, I thought we would need them for that room. But yeah, the Wakandans aren't, aren't as bad as I really thought. Uh, as far as this Masters of Evil team, though, yeah, they, they we'll see. We'll see if there's uh, any value for them after that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got the Apocalypse Kit officially released. We had a data mine, which looks very similar to this, but there are some subtle changes. Uh, the big things here, he's got drain on all of his moves. He's unavoidable and cannot be blocked on all of his moves. He's got this speed bar. Uh, manipulation in his passive that can only be reduced by slow so uh, passives like Emma won't affect them still not sure about uh, we were talking earlier about this if that Eternals uh, rewinding speed bar and things like that will affect them but I think it's only by slow just by the wording here but we'll have to see with that what is the biggest standout to this apocalypse kit uh, that you see uh, just his stats and his damage and then his empowered basic uh, just like mm, a this is a strong one here. Deal. Yeah. Now, uh, what is? I'm I just sorry, find it interesting. There's no, there's no damage on it besides the, uh, the sixty percent of targets max health. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, those, those three things. So yeah, it, well, it's a max health. So as long as they have some damage, you're probably getting a kill with that. Just, yeah. You know, if they're in a yellow. Now, um, I know some people were disappointed when they saw this apocalypse kit. I like that he has synergy with horsemen, mutant, and tech characters. Not just not just horsemen characters, uh, also villains as well. Uh, were you more hyped or more disappointed when you initially saw this official kit? Uh, I was way more hyped. I I love the idea of him being very plug and play, uh, giving a big boost to whatever team he's on. I didn't. I definitely didn't want to rip apart our four horsemen teams from all of their modes just to have yeah. one mega team. I thought that would be a really dumb idea. So I'm glad they steered clear of that. Um, I'm not let down by his kit. I know a lot of people are saying uh, in arena, he's not even gonna be part of the meta. I'm not sure I would buy that just yet. Um, I think he will be. So I, I, I'm pumped for him, he looks fun. Where do you think the best game mode for him is going to be? If it, uh, it, I, I was thinking it's going to be Arena. I, I still think it's going to be Arena. I, I could be wrong on that, though. But where, where do you think the best game mode for him is going to be? I think he will provide you the most benefit uh, in Crucible on defense, which is kind of sad. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then closely behind that would be Arena. But I think okay. a mirror matchup is going to be pretty simple. Okay, nice, nice. All right. Now we also have uh, the saga for Apocalypse. His unlock is coming this patch, the long-awaited Apocalypse saga. And just to review, guys, we've been talking about this for a while now. You need all of your horsemen teams. You need Spider Weaver, Kestrel, and Deathpool, and you need them at uh, Gear Tier 16 with ISO 8 level 4 for his unlock. Are you ready for Apocalypse right now, Dorky Dad? I'm uh, about... 800 or 900,000 ISO level four ions away from being done. I just need to do Archangel to level four and then I need to do Deathpool to level four. Everybody else. Is okay. Oh my goodness. You're, you're way behind me. I got a lot that I still need to get to level four. She-Hulk, Phantom X, Scarlet Witch, Magneto, Psylocke, Kestrel, Weaver, Death. I need all of them. I need, I need so many <laughs> of them. Now, 
what what is the is for me the ISO eight blue four is the sticking point. Is that the yeah. sticking point for you as well? And uh, is is that going to be the sticking point for most players? Yeah, it, it definitely will be, especially uh, if you were like me and before it was announced, we need it for Apocalypse. I was putting in other characters like my Kesha was already done from that time, which turned okay. out to be OK. But my Dormammu is done. My Doom is done. My Eternals are done. My Bishop was done because it was such a terrible time in that mutant section. Mm. Uh, but I also get so much more than most people do because I'm at, I'm playing in the highest like ranking rewards kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, oh. I, it will be the biggest sticking point, but I think a small apocalypse is going to be manageable by most people a few months into his release. I, I, I think that is going to be the case as well. And uh, yeah, we'll be seeing them everywhere. And these these horsemen were a lot more friendly as far as unlocks rather than some other legendary. I think these horsemen are going to be easier to get than this. Whatever this unlock is going to be for this Masters of Evil based on the events that we had and the shards yeah. that we have for them. All Me right. Too. Now. The other thing that we have, and we have a date for this death saga right here. It is it is coming in here. If we go to the Apocalypse Saga right now, we see that the death saga is starting in 26 days. Maybe we can't see that. There we go. 26 days and one hour, which also means that the Red Hulk or the death event should be coming back in 21 days. Are you ready for this uh, death event with all your death seed characters all built up to gear tier 16 or gear tier 17 for the big uh, uh, costume that he has. I won't get the costume. Uh, I will. I will definitely have them all at 16. I think Archangel's near 17, and the rest of them are three or four pieces away from 17. I haven't okay. locked the third difficulty on any of them. I don't have any of these teams all at 17. Um, I just I, I don't wail the way people think I do. <laughs> all of them are very far and in addition to the death scourge coming and the death saga coming we also have war scourge coming back at least according to the data mine what this data mine says is that in this friday's blog so tomorrow's blog we should get some more information on destruction diva events which we're going to talk about we have the data mines for that uh hard difficulty chapters which we're going to talk about the data mines but also return of a horseman uh scourge event which probably is going to be red hulk because we, we just had Rogue. We have Morgan Le Fay going on right now. It has to be Red Hulk. It can't, and because obviously it's going to be Death coming back, but it wouldn't make sense for this blog post. Or do you, or are they referring to Death coming back? No, I think the timing's off because it's this week's blog. So I do think it's going to be uh, the War Scourge coming. And then when the War Scourge ends, I think the Death Scourge will have its second run then. Because it's, it's only five days, right, between when the Scourge runs and when that saga opens. So the timing yeah. doesn't quite line up. Yeah, so this this says 26 days. We should be getting Death uh, Scourge back for the second time in uh, in those days. And how do you feel about this? You're the you're the master of all these scourges. Four weeks in a row, it looks like we're getting scourges. Yeah, I mean, once you have them maxed out, it's 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 a nothing event. Like I went in there for fun to try to do difficulty nine on pestilence, but I I just ripped through difficulty seven with a bunch of scourges on for Morgan Le Fay. I put it on auto, collecting my milestones. It took me twenty minutes, maybe. Oh, that's what I should do. I put it on difficulty eight with very few scourges. I should just put it on difficulty seven with a bunch of a scourges. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is hard. Okay. <laughs> do you do you still do the 1.5 million milestones for for some rewards or you're like, yeah, it's not worth the time anymore? I, I still do it. Maybe it's because I'm on stream. So it's just kind of fun content to goof around. Uh, people and gotcha, do it. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, that makes but sense. Yeah, I still do it. All right. Well, we got another character coming. He's not coming in 6.7, but uh, Quicksilver. 
is on the horizon. He's going to be the first new character who will earn his shards from Cosmic Crucible. Now, we don't have too many details on this. What are you expecting? Some kind of event tied to Cosmic Crucible, maybe getting shards for orb per win or something like that? Or is he just going to the store alongside Gambit, Hulkbuster, and Abomination? I think something else, actually. It's such a random announcement, right? Yeah. So the fact that they don't say you get his shards from the Cosmic Crucible store, like, why would he go right to the store? We have lots of those currencies. People would build them up super quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, would it be an event? Well, why would they announce it like this? They would say what the event is, like they have done in the past. So I think it'll be something different. Maybe it'll be like Crucible season rewards, or maybe they're just going to slap his shards onto the uh, the end of your weekly Crucible rewards there as well, and you might get various amounts of shards based on where you're currently ranked. Five shards uh, per week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would hope that maybe it, it scales, but... I hope so as well. All right, well, we'll have to see how he's announced. Now, they say he's going to be a plug-and-play character that will slot nicely with many of your teams. Not much is known about him. Obviously, he's going to be a fast character. What kind of teams do you think he'll fit on, though? I, I hope to God he has a line in his kit that says, Empower Scarlet Witch. And he goes with Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch's entire kit changes into something oh. fun and powerful because she's freaking Scarlet Witch, and she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what about the trio? Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, and Magneto. We get there you go. Them. And, and Vision, too. Why not? Throw them all in there. Vision, put, put Kang in there as well, just to make him strong. That, that's that's going to be the new meta team. Quicksilver, Magneto, Scarlet Witch, and Kang. It could and be Vision. fun. I, and Vision. I, and Vision. I'm excited. It, it, there's, there's room for excitement with this character, and I hope they don't fumble the ball. Now, do you think this is going to be the Ralph Boner version or the <laughs> real Quicksilver version that died in Sokovia? <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of looks like the Ralph Boner version a little bit, doesn't he? <laughs> All, right. All right, we're going to have to see which one is coming to the game. Now, we also got a level cap. Commander 95 mm. is on the way. Kadano Mac, people are saying he's already 90, level 95, not even 24 hours yet. Uh, how much gold have you saved for this? Are you just going to start to level up your characters as you get them? Are you are there certain characters that you want to take up? How are, how are you planning to do this? Yeah, so I, I did a lot of like roster organization when this was announced. I picked the characters that I think are most valuable. I'm not rushing at all because I have no gold. I I, I got Absorb Man <laughs> yesterday. I think I brought him up to like 78 and I have zero gold. Until hey, this you, gold event You will, Dorky, in a few hours when you could open all your gold orbs. <laughs> yeah, all eight of them. All eight of those orbs are going to help me out. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, but, it, but yeah, like I think... This is cool because your PvE content gets a lot easier. PvP content for most Ugh. people isn't going to change. Well, well, for most people, you'll be growing at the same rate. Well, yeah, I guess slowly, here. right? Yeah, you'll, you'll eventually go to 96, and then a few yeah. weeks, you'll be 97. You're not going to be like to Donald Matt going, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, the 91, the 92, not 96. Yeah, that's yeah. later. <laughs> that's next year. Yeah, so for most people, I think you just take your time. You pick the characters that are most important to your roster. It'll probably be some of your horsemen, your arena teams, your MVP Crucible, MVP War teams, and you just you go with the flow. For me... I get six months of getting my teeth knocked out of my mouth by players like Tando Mac. <laughs> all of a oh. sudden, all their teeth. So this are is like, this is a negative for you. This is this is as you're going uh, against those players. This this is uh, going to hurt your PVE content. PVP, yeah, it, yeah, it's just the PvP, way of life. PVP, sorry, yeah, yeah. PVE. Yeah. This is awesome for PVE content. Yeah, the all skill right. rate team is ready. Now, <laughs> how much how much energy do you think we're going to get 
in these free claims. They said free web claim energy every Monday and Tuesday throughout the month of February. I don't remember us getting one yesterday and it was Wednesday. Uh, mm. Sometimes gold trading out in these. How much energy do you think we're gonna get? 180 or, or some exorbitant amount because it is uh, the new level cap and they wanna make people happy. No, I'm, I'm guessing the 100. Okay, you're probably yeah. right. Now, yeah. who are some of the first characters that you took up? Or are you not going to take them up? I know you said you're playing them slowly. Are, are you taking characters up or, or do you have a plan for characters that you're going to take up? Yeah. So I had like my three core arena difference makers. So like I'm going to definitely bring up Weaver. Every time I get a level, I'm going to throw a level on Weaver. Same with Dormammu. Same with Red Hulk. Same with Morgan the Fey. Uh, same with Icarus. The characters that I rely the most on to really pack a punch, whether it be in War, Crucible, or Arena, I'm going to be leveling up those characters before everybody else. Uh, and But at the same time, like you, I, I get the new characters. I'm always going to be stopping everything to build up whatever new character I just acquired all the way up to level 90 before going back to my plan. Oh, okay, okay. Now, are there certain characters that are good characters you're probably that you're planning to leave as is? I know you mentioned the Horsemen, some of the Eternals, Weaver. Are there any, like meta characters that are just like, eh, they could stay where they are for now? Yeah, so they're definitely, well, there's definitely a lot of those. Like Emma's a great <laughs> character, but she's Kit. Like I'm not going to bring her up. Same okay. with someone like Nick Fury. Very important on the teams I use him for in War and Crucible, but why would I bring him up? Uh, Hawkeye is my favorite character in the game, but I, he doesn't need to be past level 90 um but and but then the more the more uh interesting characters that i will leave like spider-man 2099 he makes my list of most important characters to bring up because i use him in arena every day i use him in crucible every day and, and in war every time right but he's so kit based and he does no damage anyway what are the levels really going to accomplish for him more focus make sure it slows land better yeah <laughs> yeah but you know icarus makes things go boom so that's so much more fun <laughs> i love that icarus uh ultimate man that, that is uh awesome 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 stuff all right we got a new season of a cosmic crucible two weeks ago we're in week two what are your thoughts on this uh, Cosmic Crucible's second season? The new rule changes. Are you liking them? Or are you digging them more than Age of X? Are you digging them less than Age of X? What do, what do you think of this season of Cosmic Crucible? Uh, I love them. So I climbed all the way up to rank six right now. If I had won my Crucible that just passed, I could have possibly hit rank two or even rank one. Uh, but I fumbled the ball and I fumbled the ball because I was trying uh, to one shot unlimited. <laughs> which was oh. a good idea. Uh, it can so be done. It, maybe it, not with punch. It, it scales horribly. Done. It scales horribly. Once the unlimited is at like 1.3, 1.4 million, gamma scales horribly into it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I'm facing the 1.1s. I don't, I don't I haven't seen those 1.3s and 4s yet. Oh yeah. I went in there doing like a 100k Jeez. punch up into a 1.4 and I, my oh. Red Hulk didn't even live to see his ultimate. And oh I was goodness. doing it with Dorm. I, I had Dorm with the Gamma and it was falling It's apart. all about that ultimate. If you can get that ultimate off, you're probably yeah. going to win. If you can't get it off and dies before that, you're probably going to lose. But yeah, that, yeah. I, can't, I have had some massive comebacks as soon as that ultimate goes off. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what I was banking on. It didn't work. But uh, the main point is, I think there's a really healthy balance between defense and offense right now. I'm mm. interested to see what Masters of Evil does to that. I, it definitely is going, they're an offensive team. They're not going to work yeah. well on defense. So I'm interested to see if that pushes the scales to the bout to the offensive side more than we would like. But then we also have Apocalypse, and I think he's going to be defense. So if they can maintain this balance of offense being equal to defense, then I I think they're doing a really good job with Crucible this season. 
Now on the patch notes, they said that they are rewarding more crucible credits. Did you, did you notice that in the uh, leaderboards now? Is this is this per KO went up or is this exactly the same? I didn't notice what it was before. I have no idea that, that right. currency. I kind of just take whatever I get. I buy some 17 pieces with it and All when right. I run out, I run out. So supposedly it did go up and say there's more crucible credits. But uh, yeah, if you guys know for sure, let us know in the comments because I'm not sure either. All right. And just before the update dropped yesterday, we got this announcement. Shop refreshes adjust to 5 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Pacific. And they say this is done to help align with the start of events. Players will see this change once the game comes back up from maintenance. And uh, this this wasn't very positive for me. I know for some players, this is going to be a good thing. For some players, this is going to be a bad thing. This was this was a kind of bad thing. It wasn't horrible for me. How did this shop changes affect you, Dorky? Yeah, so for me now, one of the story refreshes falls between midnight, which I'm very much asleep, and 8 a.m., which I'm I'm, all, I'm usually up by like 5 o'clock anyway, so I think for the most part I'll be fine. But I'm also up at 5 a.m. because I'm with my kids, and I typically don't touch my phone until they're at the daycare or, or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I might miss a shop here and there and then i was super mad about that i was like what are they doing this sucks this is awful and then <laughs> and then somebody in chat was like yeah but that's that's been my existence for this whole time and i was like oh yeah right other people exist too and we're not supposed to be super <laughs> selfish all right it, it's our turn it's our turn on the east coast to uh to deal with this while the west coasters they get what we used to have it, it makes sense share the burden what would make more sense is if they tailored shop refreshes to everybody's uh given time, time zone. zone yes yes yeah. that makes more sense other games do that or yeah there's, there's like, a thing that i've been suggesting in the envoy chat for a while you know every time the, we got a daylight savings time change i'm like oh this sucks because I'm, I'm forgetting things and I, I had things scheduled why not do what star wars galaxy of heroes did all the way back before marvel strike force even launched you get to change your time zone two times a year that could account for the daylight savings, savings times. And then when you do stupid things like this that are great for some players and horrible for some players and are indifferent for other players, if it's horrible for you, you could switch your time zone and to something that's more equitable for you. Why don't they do that, dorky? Because uh, they don't know how to code. They don't know, uh, they don't know how to code. <laughs> I mean, why they, I heard they just copied the code from Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Why didn't they just copy that code over as well? Uh, well, they, they wrote that new code in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes the week after Fox Next lifted it from them. Uh, so they just missed it. Yeah, they just missed it. All right. We, we could have had so much more uh, enjoyable experience with this. But yeah, this 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 is not as good for me. For me, it's an hour different from you. So 11 p.m. So if I go before to sleep before 11 p.m. and wake up after seven, um, I'm, I missed the whole story fresh. So, yeah, that's um, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I gotta gotta go to sleep late and make sure I wake up uh, early every every day now for the story freshes. Yep. Well, you know, it's our turn, I guess. What are you gonna I do? I guess I guess it is our turn. I, I'm gonna push them to keep making that change. I want to be able to change my time zone to, to not make it like this. That would be the best. Scopely, make it happen. Make it happen, Scopely. I've only complained about it for years now. The other thing that happened in this update is MSF.gg, or that's coming soon. MSF.gg is going away. Uh, it's it's not totally going away, but it's folding into MarvelStrikeForce.com. Uh, does this affect what what is this going to affect? Does this affect players at all? Maybe I don't know. I really like like you, change always sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, so I'm very, usually. 
I'm just very familiar with MSFGG. I'm going to miss it. I, I hope it's... I hope when it's on the MS MarvelStrikeForce.com website that nothing has changed except maybe it's in a, on a tab or something. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm just I'm just sad that I don't have to type one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six letters to get to a website. Now I got to type MarvelStrikeForce.com <laughs> on my, my the browser. So uh, that that's probably the only thing. The thing that people have been asking for is uh, Apocalypse Tracker. What do you think uh, Pim Thomas and Ty Jade are going to get around to adding a tracker? I, I did reach out to them. They said that's been a thing that they're working on and highly requested. When do you think it's going to get added, though? Uh, well, it's 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 kind of way too late, right? Like he's, he's coming. <laughs> it's way too late for those who are hyper engaged enough to go to a tracker and fill all that out. Uh, but luckily, we have some great ones floating around the community. I know someone in my Discord. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. Dacier, he posted his up on Reddit, so it's up there, and lots of people are enjoying that. So we have okay. some community-made ones that I think suffice uh, until they get around to it. But again, like it's kind of too late. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have the link to that, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll put it in the description so you guys can use that. Sure. Uh, now, the other thing that we got is new costumes. We got a costume for Archangel, mm -hmm. which is tied to his uh, Horseman costume. You're going to need the Horseman at Gear 17 for that. This one is probably my favorite costume of the bunch. I also kind of like this brawn costume, but I would like to grind for this, not not spend 20 bucks for this costume. What what of these new costumes really stands out for you? If if any, maybe maybe you don't like any of these. Uh the stature. The stature, the stature. for me stands out the most. And the Doc Ock. Where's the Doc Ock one? Uh, that was His that was last was patch, awesome. but but they didn't even sell that. I was I was thinking maybe there's an offer that I missed or anything, but there was no event or anything related to that Doc Ock costume. Yeah, I didn't think so. His looks really cool because it's that like No Way Home one, but the stature one looks awesome. I love the helmet. Uh, and not to not to become public enemy number one. I really don't like the Archangel costume. Oh, you don't like that one? I don't no, like those, it. Those I, are all subjective, man. You don't have to be. It's, it's just everybody has personal preferences. It's nobody's ever gonna have the same thing. But uh, yeah, um, I still think Rogue Rogue is the best Horseman costume for me. Rogue Rogue looks good. Do you, do you like Archangel better or the Red Hulk better? Because I'm not a big fan of the uh, Red Hulk one. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Red Hulk one either. I, again, it's it's discount World War Hulk where they made it Red Hulk and then they made it bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. So with this new uh, costume, though, at least to the question that I was wondering last night, is this all they're going to do for Quantumania? Give her a costume, give Kang a Masters of Evil tag, throw him on that team, and then maybe bring back some classic events uh, back in March. Is that all they're going to do for this movie? I'm, I'm super hyped for this movie. I'm also super hyped for this movie. Paul Rudd can sell a movie as the main actor yeah. really well. Um. <laughs> I, I fear so, right? Because the idea would have been that Kang would come in and slot into Pimtech since he's part of their movie, maybe, and do it from there. And I know people would have been upset about that because Kang is so epic. He shouldn't be on a Pimtech team. Yeah, uh, yeah. He also shouldn't be on a Masters of Evil team. That's just as bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, because Kang's taken, I don't I don't foresee a rework coming to them, which which hurts. So what is the appeal of this costume then? If, if she's gonna be in her sucky state, which she's kind of been in since launch, even though this costume looks awesome, and, and it's kind of like a Doc Ock costume as well. It looks awesome, but where are you gonna use them? What, what are you gonna do with uh, stature in this costume? <laughs> Nothing, because even in the Look Gamma Raid where some people <laughs> use her, Wakanda is there now, so. <laughs> I guess I guess you could just go to your character select screen all the time and be like, hey, look how awesome this one looks. <laughs> 
Just have her favorited. Yeah, so every time you pull it up, she's the first character you see. Yeah, this this one does look really, really nice, though. All right, and I guess this took a lot less time than we thought because we're on to the data mines, my friend. Ooh, let's go. All right, so we talked about this briefly. We have data mines for hard nodes coming. Hard nodes chapter five and uh, of heroes assemble and villains. Now, I was a little disappointed with this, uh, the characters that were included in this, but of course, this is a data mine. This is <clears> something <throat> to change, but I think we're gonna have the official announcement tomorrow if the rest of the data mine is correct. Echo, going to Heroes Assemble 5-6. She's already in the War Store. Store? War Store. Uh, Valkyrie is uh, unfarmable, but like I said, I already almost have her at seven stars, just, just grinding these events. And Strange Heartless, he is in Arena Orb right now, going to Villains United 5-9. Could they have... What, what characters would have been better selections here? Well, I don't understand why they're holding off so much on Agatha and Sunfire right now. Because you don't need money, to money. have them... Money, money, yeah, money, money, but, money. but you don't even need to have them at higher star levels to unlock better Apocalypse. So what's the point? You just want them because they're, they're good characters on OK teams. But like Sunfire doesn't change the dynamic of how Unlimited works. That's on Gambit and on Rogue. Agatha doesn't change the dynamic of how Darkhold works. That's mostly on Wong and on Morgan. So yeah. it's kind of just awkward that they're holding onto those characters. And uh, I guess for Echo, she's farmable already. But I kind of like that they take her if they take her out of the War Store. Uh, and this now is more accessible for people who want to make the Young Avenger team, which can be used in the Famine Scourge, and they're a pretty solid team yeah. uh, in War and Crucible. I kind of like that, but they need to take her out of the War Store and put one of these higher value characters in there when they do this, I hope. When, when do you think Icarus is going to be farmable, if ever? I would I, Based on him being in the Strike Pass, I yeah. thought he would be one of the next farmable characters. He's not, though. So when when is he going to be farmable? That is a good question. I wonder if they're waiting to put him in the milestone orb like they did for Kestrel and Deathpool. Mm. Oh, that would be stupid. That would be dumb. <laughs> yeah, it just takes a long time. They, they're taking a long time with him. Yeah, they are. All right. Well, hopefully he becomes farmable soon. Let's go through these events. We got pretty much most of the events for February we're going to talk about. First one, the Rage of the Past Milestone. That is scheduled to go live on February 6th, at least according to the blog post. And this is going to include charge for a hero as Guardians, Ravagers, Gamma, Mystic, Skill, Gear, Stat, Catalyst. Uh, you're going to earn the item, the meta item, the Beauty Belt. And for this, you're going to need to collect War Orb Fragments from Campaign Nodes. So more campaign energy spending, earning Blitz okay. credits, so more Blitzing. And in these orbs, not that great fragments here, but I guess you're gonna mainly this is for the beauty belt. Here has mm -hmm. Guardians, Ravagers, Gamma Shards, Mystic, Biogear. Is this a, is this an advantage you're gonna go hard for? Probably not. Uh, I don't really care about those rewards. Definitely I'll go hard for the beauty belt. Hopefully that means I just can blitz my butt off and not have to do any extra campaign farming. Because uh, saving cores to open up for these Masters of Evil characters to try and make sure I get that legendary first go around. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save for the next event. This one doesn't seem too appealing to me. Get the beauty belt and done is yeah. how I'm looking at this one. All right, next, we, this is a big one. Uh, I think we're going to get the information about this in the blog post tomorrow. Crusher of Heroes, this is scheduled to go live on March 9th. And this is going to get the unlock for Absorbing Man. They mentioned specifically a three-star unlock. So, yeah, not going to be a very friendly event as far as character shards there. But also getting mm -hmm. Mystic Gear, Dark Promo Credits, 
I'm wondering if that's going to go to all players or just players in like the top 50 and then oh, some T2 level four ions as well. You'll probably get like some, some T2 pity points at 1%. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not going to be great. I wouldn't assume so. All right. Well, oh, those are the milestones. Yeah. Those will be pay to win, pay to collect milestones is what those will be. And these are raid ones war and spending power cores so yeah these were very very grindy the the, the dark yeah. problems would be associated with the leaderboard there again that special go live february 9th so that is next thursday this should be live um also next we have the atrocious attraction milestone and that is scheduled to go live on february 13th and this is gonna give icarus cersei pyro iceman dazzler longshot moon dragon fire level and more character shards what and it okay. says this this is Valentine Orb Fragments from winning Blitz okay. Battles. Uh and I don't think I need to stuff too much. So I'm good. I think for this one, I'm just gonna go for the Dominator boots and chill. You get yeah. the charger shards at the side, and then you get orange and chill gear in the middle pillar. But uh this this seems like a dominator boots and chill for me. Yeah, me too, for sure. Okay. The, the pyro and iceman immediately made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> all right next we have this event the grand theft quantum this looks to be a very big event after this gold orb event oh. is done save up because you're going to need to open more gold orbs for this now this event is coming february 16th so right after mm -hmm. valentine's day so as soon as this gold orb event is done with your lines save up again because there's another one coming you also have to earn alliance credits from alliance donations and battle in raid so a lot of uh, alliance activity associated with this. Do you think that this will be another alliance-wide milestone or just alliance activity from alliance credits and battling in raids? Uh, it'll probably be a copy-paste from the one that we have going Ugh. for Dormammu today. Scopely, if you're watching this, cut this to a one-day event, please. Take all the corruption out of it. Put it on a, a random Wednesday instead and just take it out. Just, or just don't do it. That works, too. Just don't do this. Listen two of these kind of events within two weeks it just doesn't feel good but this one will be pretty important yeah. you got a five red star ultron which i don't know if you bought those with dark promo credits back in the day but that's a lot of dark promo credits to save if you get these him tech yeah. shards ability materials tech gear and you're earning the diva necklace this is one that i'm going hard for but uh this looks like it's going to be a exact copy and paste of this trial of the strength that looks crappy hopefully they fix yeah. some things before this goes live all right, and last but not least, we have the blog that we talked about for the return of the horsemen. Also, more information, official information of destructive diva events and the new hard chapters getting the official announcement of which characters are actually gonna be farmable. But that is it, Dorky Dad. This 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 was one of the shorter news videos, even though we had more, the, <laughs> some of the most topics ever. All right, well, we smashed it. We did, we did smash it. What was your what was your favorite part of this update now that we've reviewed everything and everything's back fresh in your head? Apocalypse. Apocalypse coming Apocalypse. out is really exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. I've been grinding for that for months and months and months, as as yep. with all the rest of the players. So I'm I'm finally glad to get this done. All right, but that is it. Anything else to, to talk about? Anything you else want to promote? Anything you have coming up, Dorky? No, I got nothing, nothing going on right now, just hanging out. Doing all right. Things. All right, so I expect your guide for that Apocalypse Scourge coming up uh, within within sometime within this patch. I'm going to watch that and uh, go as hard as I can for Apocalypse. Uh, 
Thank you once again, Dorky. And if you send me that link, that will be down below. So check that out for your Apocalypse uh, tracker there. If you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button for more Marvel Strikeforce content. Check me out on social media. Make sure you check out the links to Dorky Dad's channel as well and give him a subscribe and give him a subscribe over on Twitch. I will see you guys next time. Uh, check out some other videos. Are you ready for that Hulk fist bump, Dorky Dad? I live for this moment. All right, here we go. Hulk fist bump. Valley Flying and Dorky Dad out. Have a great rest of your day, guys.